The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS, or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go. All right, there are two people in Canucks Nation that are having, having a pretty rough day today, okay? Kyle Bowen out with the flu. Andre Kuzmenko out of the lineup. Who's having the tougher day? I'm going to tell you next here on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host here of Locked On Canucks and also a part-time credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into today's episode, I got to thank you for tuning in to Locked On Canucks. It's your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't done so already, go make sure you subscribe or follow us for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. And hey, you might be subscribing for free, but you're helping me feed my family, baby. Helping me put some stuff in the stocking for my family. Speaking of which, I also got a shout out Game Time today. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Coming up on today's episode of uh, Locked On Canucks, we got to talk about it again because it is still a pretty big story in this market. Anytime a player make it $5.5 million gets scratched, it's a story. That's happening again today for your Vancouver Canucks. Talkit has just recently reported um, with media down in Nashville that Kuzmenko is going to sit tonight. For your Vancouver Canucks is the fourth time he's been healthy scratched this season. And I kind of want to ask the question, are the Canucks being unfair to Andrew Kuzmenko at this point? Because I do do think it's a debate. It's not just, oh, this guy's not playing well. Get him out of the lineup. I think when you're scratching him for the likes of Nils Amon, Phil Giuseppe, guys who, you know, have a role in this team but aren't necessarily letting the world on fire, it starts to become a bit of a debate. So we're going to touch on Kuzmenko in segment one. Segment two, want to talk about Nikita Zadorov because Rick Dollywell of Czech TV reporting that this guy wants to be a Vancouver Canuck until the age of 78. That's what he said, seriously. Uh, but more on that in segment two. And then finally, in the final segment of the show, we'll shout out the Cam Neely, former Canuck of the week. Hell, I wonder if Andre Kuzmenko is going to be a former Canuck of the week at some point. It does feel like when you think about the relationship between Rick Tockett and Andre Kuzmenko and the way Rick Tockett speaks about Andre Kuzmenko in the media, it does not feel like a guy in Rick Tockett trying to give Kuzmenko a reset or trying to pump his tires. This seems like a guy who is uh, in Rick Tockett who is fed up with Kuzmenko, not back-checking, not playing defense. And lo and behold, we saw it again in Chicago on Sunday. Kuzmenko barely played in the second half of the game, two shifts in the entire third period. Um, and interestingly enough, Nils Hoagliner found himself in the same boat. Um, again, Nils Hoagliner has had his ups and downs defensively, like Kuzmenko. But I think Hoagliner has showed enough hustle and grind. Um, and especially he's willing to battle on the boards that Kuzmenko just hasn't shown. But at the end of the day, you know, you look at Andre Kuzmenko, and he might not be scoring goals at the same rate. Uh, and he's shooting a little less right now, too. But the guy's still putting up some points, okay? Like, I'm just looking at his even strength points right now through 25 games. Guy has 2.19 points per 60. That's still a first line scoring rate. Okay. He's got 11 points 
uh, at even strength in 29 games. You know, um, most of those are primary points too. Okay. You know, he's got four goals, four primary assists. So eight of his 11 points at even strength have been primary points. Okay. And I think that's the important thing with Andre Kuzmenko is that we kind of get lost in the hoopla of this guy's playing further down the lineup. And, you know, it's hard for him to contribute in a fourth line role, although, hey, he has scored a couple goals recently, right? Uh, but obviously for Rick Tockett, it's not all about the goals. And I think to back Tockett up to some extent here, you can afford to scratch a guy like Kuzmenko when you lead the league in goals. You know, everydayers know Kyle and I have mentioned it already. Um, but I get you just don't need a guy like Kuzmenko in your lineup uh, when the guy, you know, has six goals in the season. Uh, which is far below what we expected from him. And the, and the Canucks still lead the league in goals. But I still think the Canucks are being a little unfair to Andre Kuzmenko here. It's like, maybe it's the media, maybe it's the big old bad media, like Begsy, blowing things out of proportion. But Kuzmenko hasn't played that badly. It's the inconsistency, I think, is what's driving talk at nuts here. But it's not like you watch every game and go, oh my God, what is Kuzmenko doing with the puck here? He's not like the Tyler Myers of the Vancouver Canucks forwards. I think it's just he's been too quiet. But again, this guy spent almost his entire career in the KHL. His game is not going to be grinding and battling and forechecking in the corners. And I honestly think there's a strong argument to be made that Andre Kuzmenko should just be back with Elias Pettersson. I looked at the numbers for Pettersson and Kuzmenko both this season and last season as well. And the numbers show that Pettersson and Kuzmenko both play better together. Uh, and they don't play as well apart. I'll show you like, the rough numbers, okay? Call me the fancy stats guy. The rough numbers, and it was the same for this season and last season, were expected goals together about 53% for Kuzmenko Pedersen when they were on the ice together. Separate, Kuzmenko dropped to about 45%. Pedersen was at 46% expected goals. So again, this is a forward duo that plays better together. And I don't think, you know, Credit to Sam Lafferty. He looked fine there for a time, but now they're trying to pee Suter there. It just feels like they're unnecessarily punishing Kuzmenko when this team is probably better with Kuzmenko playing on the top line with Pedersen and Mikhaev. Again, to talk his defense, you can teach this guy a lesson early in the season because, again, the Canucks have built this big lead. They're already scoring goals. It's like, is Kuzmenko going to be a factor? Is he going to be trusted come playoff time? But I think come playoff time, the goals are harder to come by. And I know Kuzmenko's not scoring right now, but he is on an island. I mean, he's one of the most talented players on the Canucks roster. Bar none. We've seen what this guy can do on the ice. Most of the games I watched live last season, it was Elias Pettersson and Andre Kuzmenko who impressed me the most. Quinn Hughes in the past has been the most impressive guy out there, but last season it was Pettersson and Kuzmenko. On a lot of nights under Boudreaux where the Canucks looked flat, a disinterested, discombobulated. Pedersen and Kuzmenko were the show, the Kuzmenko show. Okay, that does not. That was not that long ago. Again, always, always pretty jarring when a guy of Kuzmenko's stature is sitting in the press box. I don't think he necessarily deserves to be there. And I, I again, I do wonder where this goes with Andre Kuzmenko. This is not the time to trade him. I mean, I don't think anyone's offering some massive package for Andre Kuzmenko. So, again, I do wonder where these healthy scratches go. Like, I don't think it's tenable to just keep putting this guy on the fourth line to keep scratching him. Let's make it $5.5 million for your Vancouver Canucks. You're nearly capped out Vancouver Canucks, who we're going to get into in segment two. 
know, they have a, a few contracts upcoming next season uh, that's going to eat into the books. A few guys looking for raises. And again, if this relationship with Andre Kuzmengo doesn't work out, you could ship him out of town, sure. But it's this whole conversation we had last year when he tra- were, you know, when guys like Garland, guys like Besser were in the rumor mill. You're really going to go trade these guys for pennies on the dollar? This doesn't seem like what this management group wants to do. You know, they, they did cut ties with a guy like Curtis Lazar, uh, who wasn't performing well. But that was a different story. We're talking about $1 million Curtis Lazar versus former 39 goal scorer uh, Andre Kuzmenko. I mean, like, if Kuzmenko was a few months younger, this guy would have won the Calder last season, right? Uh, and then this would be an even bigger story than it already is. But, of course, crazy fans out here in Vancouver. Hopefully some crazy fans tuning in to Locked On Canucks. And we got to talk about these things, man. Because Andre Kuzmenko should be an important player for this team. Let me know in the comments what you think, uh, whether you're live with us on YouTube, whether you want to interact with us on Twitter or Spotify. Let us know. Do you think Andre Kuzmenko is being unjustly criticized by the Vancouver Canucks? Or does he deserve to keep riding the pine here? Because I, I think this is getting to a point where you got to try to make it worth Kuzmenko. He's not playing that poorly. He's not burning the team that badly. He's squeezing the stick a bit for sure. But it's not like we're seeing some horrid version of Andre Kuzmenko out there right now for your Vancouver Canucks. Coming up on the other side, I want to talk about the Nikita Zadorov potential extension. Look, this guy just came to Vancouver three weeks ago. We're already talking about extending the guy. But I mean, you know, he's uh, obviously been a fit here. Obviously, Rick Tockett likes him. And I think he's starting to endear himself to fans too, okay? But before we do that, okay, I got to shout out FanDuel, baby. All right, all right. The NFL season is coming to a close here, but it's not too late to get in on the action with FanDuel, okay? Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so damn easy to use, okay? There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, overs, unders, and more. And you know what? I said it for about three ad reads on this show. The Seattle Seahawks, baby, okay? They were underdogs, three-and-a-half-point underdogs, the Philadelphia Eagles. And I said, call me crazy, call me delusional, but I think the Seahawks are going to win straight up. And guess what? Drew Locke delivered, baby. We talked about misfits on yesterday's episode of Locked On Canucks. Shout out to the everydayers they know. Misfits like Connor Garland. I even called it the misfit line potentially with Joshua, Garland, and Bluger. Drew Locke is definitely a misfit. And he still got it done yesterday for your Vancouver. Or for, for the Seattle Seahawks, okay? Okay? Just like the third line's going to done for your Vancouver Canucks. So whether you're betting on NFL, NHL, Make sure you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to enjoy the NFL season and the NHL season. And FanDuel, guess what? They're an official partner of the NFL. All right, all right. Welcome back to Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Biggs, the co-host of Locked On Canucks. Missing Kyle Bowen today, okay? 
And I'm 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 just trying to figure this all out, man, because Kyle is uh he's the unsung hero of Locked On Canucks. I'm telling you, Locked On Canucks, your team every day. It does not happen without Kyle Bowen. If I had to do this every day, there's no way it's happening, okay? But I'm just here trying to figure it out. Again, Kyle makes the beautiful thumbnails, does all the production on the show. The guy's an absolute rock star, okay? A couple more things on Kuzmenko before we get to Nikita Zdorov. Shout out to Callum. Callum, do I pronounce that correctly, Callum? The pride of Scotland. Uh, Callum says, Kuzmenko gets over $5 million a season and can afford an enormous pillow to cry on and lace hankies. Holy. He's got to work harder and play a team game to the airlock with him. Okay, so uh, Callum, I get it. Not on the Andre Kuzmenko bandwagon. And I do believe Callum's hoping for some Archdeep Baines and Vasily Pod Coles in Vancouver. And you know, Rick Tockett said as much, right? After Anthony Bovillia got traded, uh, they have guys in Abbotsford pushing for jobs. And we talked about it earlier on Lockdown Canucks. You know, R.C. Baines and Vasily Podkoles and haven't been recalled yet, but they're certainly part of the long-term plans. And I think with those two players in particular, the organization wants them to keep cooking down there. Keep cooking, keep lighting it up. And when they have, when the Canucks basically have no choice but to call them up, I think that's when you're going to see them. In the meantime, you might see guys like Alinas Carlson. I'm personally hoping um, for a Tristan Nielsen appearance uh, with the Vancouver Canucks, or Alex Burroughs light. Um, but I think with Baines and Pod Colson, again, there could be opportunity if Kuzmenko goes out the door, but I think that's incredibly unlikely for your Vancouver Canucks. Uh, what's more likely, Andre Kuzmenko being traded by the Canucks or Nikita Zadorov signing an extension? I think uh, Zadorov signing an extension is probably more likely, but um, again, the recent reports from Rick Dollywall are that this guy wants a long, long-term deal. Rick Dollywall said it on Donnie and Dolly this morning that a, a four-year deal would not be enough to get Nikita Zadorov, and that he is seeking, seeking a six-year deal. And I'm not going to lie, that kind of scares me, man. This can, The Canucks have an off-season coming up here where they got to sign Andre, Andre Kuzmenko. They got to sign Elias Pettersson, right? This guy's going to get a fat raise, probably a $4 million raise, like let's say ballpark, 7.35 to 11-ish. Phil, Phil Hironik is probably going to get a $3 million raise as well. I know the cap's going up. Uh, Zadorov, Ian Cole. Like, I mean, the Canucks basically have no one signed on their defense. It's, it's Quinn Hughes and Noah Juleson and no one else. So it's going to be really interesting to see what they do. But Nikita Zadorov on a six-year deal? That scares me, man. That scares me a bit. I, I like Zadorov. Don't get me wrong. But there's a bit of a reason why this guy bounced around organizations, okay? And, and part of it has been uh, by his own design. He's requested trades on a couple of occasions, found himself in some bad situations. Uh, he was seeing his playing time slip in Colorado, went to Chicago where that was a bad situation, had some success in Calgary. Now the team's going downhill a bit. Um, so I don't want to say like he's bounced around because he's been bad, but there's a bit of an erratic nature to Nikita Zdorov's game, right? Um, pinching on the big hits, taking penalties. And we've already kind of seen that in his early days in Vancouver. There's a lot to like, right? The physicality, the fact that he's stuck up for Pedersen. Kyle mentioned on the show yesterday, I thought that was huge. That Nikita Zadorov stuff for Pedersen. Again, I don't care if it's a clean hit. You're going after my boy. Got to pay. And that's the mentality that Nikita Zadorov and the Canucks should have. But a six-year deal, and this guy's probably going to command a raise on the about $3.5 million he's making right now. Like, are we talking a six-year deal with $4 million a season? 
if the Canucks are dishing out that kind of money to Zadorov, I want to be pretty damn sure that this guy's a top four defenseman. And if he has four millions of bargain, right? Like, I think with the cap going up, like a high end bottom pairing defenseman might be four million. But again, six years to Nikita Zadorov, a guy who's already logged 500 NHL games. He's already got some wear and tear on his body. I mean, uh, the guy's a freaking animal. Uh, for those who don't know, Nikita Zadorov, and I think it was the 2017 18 season played 30 games with a torn shoulder. And that same year, he led the league in hits. So this is a guy you want on your hockey team. And I think part of signing him is easier to stomach if Tyler Myers walks out the door. I know they like the range and size on that pairing, but uh, I personally have seen enough of Tyler Myers in Vancouver. I think there are better options out there in terms of right shot defensemen. Um, I know Myers could potentially pull a Brandon Sutter and come back here. I'm actually kind of curious what fans think. Drop a comment if you're watching live. Interact with me on YouTube uh, or on Twitter, YouTube, Spotify. Do you want to see Tyler Myers back on a $1 million deal? Because that's the door of Myers pairing has had some success. Also thought they've had some moments of uh, looking pretty erratic out there too. Like I know Tyler Myers last couple of games has been great. Uh, you look at hockey stat cards, Tyler Myers had the best game score of any player. Uh, in that Chicago Blackhawks-Vancouver Canucks game. But man, oh man, is he still makes some bad decisions with the puck sometimes. And Zadorov's done the same. Look, I was at that Devils game where Zadorov coughing up right in front of the net, Demko ended up bailing him out. Um, again, I think Zadorov is definitely worth a few million bucks per season, but I'd be hesitant about a six-year deal. Again, maybe there's trauma on my part. Maybe there's trauma from too many six-year deals gone wrong in this market. Hell, even... Even four-year deals uh, to kind of marginal role players, but I think I'm going to wait and see more with Nikita Zadorov. Again, the Jim Benning era, they handed out contracts way too early. I think with Zadorov, you can afford to wait until the end of the season. I know Dollywall; he's got Dan Milstein in his ear. He's making the argument that you know you got to lock this guy up early because if if Zadorov gets to free agency, he's going to be one of the youngest defensemen in the market, 28 years old. He could probably command maybe even five million bucks a season uh, if he continues to play well for the Vancouver Canucks. I just think that's the number you probably walk away from. Although he is a unique, a unique player. So again, curious what you think. Um, again, interact with us. Let us know how you feel about Nikita Zadorov. On the final segment of the show, I'm going to shout out the Cam Neely, former Canuck of the week. But before I do that. I got a shout out game time, baby. Have you ever been stressed out by buying tickets at the last minute? Cause you know me, I'm a big last minute deals guy. And I found that the best place for killer deals at the last minute is game time. Game time. You know, they got my back, baby. I get these emails from Nicole at game time. And she's always teasing me with concerts and events this week in my area. Not only are those weekly emails a tease, but game time also offers me flash deals on last minute tickets. What's even better than that is that they have a lowest price guarantee along with event protection cancellation. And guess what else? Game time is saving Christmas, baby, because I have not done my Christmas shopping yet. So I need to get some Canucks tickets, maybe some Abbots for Canucks tickets, some concert tickets for the stocking. And I'm going to make sure I do that all with game time. So make sure you stay the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. 
All right, all right. You're back here on Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, here without Kyle Bowen today. And that hurts, man. That hurts. Because, you know, that guy's, that guy's my brother. And uh, producer producer Beggsy, he's not the man. I'm great at talking hockey. Maybe, you know, you, you can let me know otherwise. I love talking hockey. We'll put it that way. But the producer side of things, it's not my jam. Even that little drop there with the funky little music if you're on youtube pictures of the canucks looks like an episode of spongebob squarepants featuring the vancouver canucks it's all made by kyle man the beautiful mind of kyle bowen okay gonna close up the show here and shout out the cam neely former canuck of the week and for this week for me it's bo horvat look bo horvat is all of a sudden uh putting up a pretty monster season for the vancouver canucks okay Bo Horvat has now has 30 points in 29 games. Uh, he's on a point streak right now, but last week he had three goals and six points in four games. Look, the Islanders are winning games lately. I know they've lost their last two, uh, but they've gone on a winning streak. They're back, uh, making some noise here in a very, very interesting metropolitan division. Uh, but you know what, Bo Horvat? Have fun with your mediocre New York Islanders, okay? Have fun. Good riddance. Because guess what? The Canucks made the right call, picking JT Miller over Bull Horvat. And let's hope the Canucks make uh make some right calls tonight. Again, I'm not sure about this Kuzmenko benching. But the Canucks do play the Nashville Predators tonight. And I do like the Canucks to, to win. Nashville has been on a bit of a run lately. UC Saros is always a tough goaltender to face. He started slow, but he's looked hot lately. But this Nashville team, you talk, talk about being mired in mediocrity. I know Nashville had that run to the Stanley Cup Finals now six years ago in 2017. And they have yet to bottom out. They've always kind of been in the picture. But Nashville, much like the Islanders, are a team mired in mediocrity. It's a place that I'm so, so glad the Canucks seem to be out of. Again, they're second overall in the NHL, right? They've been one of the best teams in the NHL this season. I don't want to hear the word lucky about my Vancouver Canucks. Because they played some damn good hockey. And I think they're going to play pretty well against Nashville tonight. Casey DeSmith has been rolling lately. Actually, now has a better save percentage than Thatcher Demko at a point nine two three. Uh, the Canucks play Nashville on Halloween night. I missed the first period of that one. You know, I was too busy dressing as a character from Paw Patrol. <laughs> Halloween hits different when you're a parent. No shots at the bar anymore. I'm dressing up as a freaking character from a kid's show is unbelievable. But again, I do like the Canucks to pick up the two points tonight. I think they'll do that. Again, Nils Hoogliner seems to play well against the National Predators. Put him up for a goal. And Casey Smith shutting the door in a 3-2 Canucks victory. That's it for this episode of Lockdown Canucks. Again, one love to Kyle Bowen. Feel better soon, buddy. Shout out to the listeners, whether you're an everydayer, an occasional listener, a first-time listener, or a new subscriber. We love each and every one of you, your family, and your dogs, too. Coming up this week, I'm sure Kyle Bowen will be back on the show. Hopefully, he's feeling better because me and Kyle are hoping – uh, to record live in person on Thursday night. Maybe get a couple bonus episodes out for the week of Christmas. Again, an early happy holidays to you and your loved ones. But guess what? We'll see you tomorrow here on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team 
every day.